Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to address the idea of needing to treat each different type of anxiety separately. This is kind of an interesting topic in that often there are different ways of talking about many different mental stresses, mental illnesses, dysfunctions, but All in all, many of the things that we need to do can cover a lot of these bases, a lot of these different types. And I get this question often about, I have this diagnosis and that diagnosis, and does everything need to be treated separately? And when it comes down to the anxiety pieces, it's really important when we are looking at things such as anxiety, panic disorder, um, many of the OCDs like PTSD, many of these things will fall into the same category as anxiety, overlapping things, different reasons for having to deal with maybe some of these issues separately if you are working with a therapist. But many of the things can be all under the same umbrella and You don't have to work on one thing and then go and work on the other thing. Often, a lot of what you're working on with just your general anxiety, you will notice a lightening of your load with other things such as OCD behaviors, many times with PTSD, some of the symptoms and sensations that come from that. So don't think that you have to just deal with one thing and then move on to the other. The labels are actually out there as a way for there to be some identification as to what's going on so that you can have an understanding of it. You can gather information about it. Your clinicians can talk to each other about what your specific, quote, diagnoses are. So you don't have to take it as um, you have this list of things. Many of them could be coming from the same root. And as you are working these things out, many of the different feelings, sensations, irritations, fears, they may all start to fall away, even when you weren't working on them specifically. And, you know, you could look at it as all of these diagnoses being one big happy family, in that they're very similar in many, many different ways. And sometimes one is exactly like the other. It just depends on who it is that is giving you the particular label. And of course, you know, here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, we don't diagnose, we don't label, but we do talk about these situations, these categories, because it does help us to be able to be identifying with a particular group of symptoms and sensations. So that's really the way that we are looking at it here as a way to be able to have conversation and uh, understanding as to what we are talking about. Common symptoms found um, across various anxiety disorders 
you're going to have them again overlapping. There, there's a lot of symptoms that could be put into panic disorder and they will, you know, there's different levels in how you're going to be quote labeled or uh, given a diagnosis. And again, it's a very subjective. It depends who you're working with and how they are interpreting the DSM-5 themselves and how those things might be coming across for you. That is not got to be such a big deal for you. I do get questions about it and it was brought up recently in an older reading that I was doing. And I, I thought it was important to talk about because you don't have to be looking at different categories, different labels, different diagnoses as different issues. They probably all have the same core, the same root. And that's what we're hoping to be working on here at the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. We are looking at lifestyle changes that can be made by everyone, whether you've been diagnosed, whether you have not been diagnosed, whether you're on uh, psychiatric medications, whether you are not on psychiatric medications and never have gone near them. We can all do the same work. This is the work of living, of getting down to living a good life that supports us, mind, body, and spirit, and that helps our nervous system to be able to calm down, to be able to be in its best state. And what does that mean? That means being able to be ready to be in fight or flight when it needs to be, and to be able to fall out of that when there is no more danger in our situation, in our environment. When we can give our mind that message that all is well, there's no danger here, that the body can go back into its natural default. And it is always ready to be letting out stress hormones and jumping you off a curb to safety on the sidewalk again when necessary. But we can't live there as an ongoing way of life. That's when we hear things about burnout exhaustion, right? The body then starts to take a beating and the mind is already suffering. So it's important that we teach ourselves, whether we're on medications or not, whether we're in therapy for specific diagnoses or not, we can work on the lifestyle changes that can be made to support our mind, body, and spirit to live the best life that we can free from fear. So a lot of things that can help, like that can help you during a panic attack, like if you have specific things that help to bring you down, ground you again when you're having panic, they will also help during mild anxiety and during just feelings of high levels of stress. So what we want to do is catch ourselves earlier and earlier in the process so that we can eventually not go down the wormhole with panic. Social anxiety and panic disorder are also very closely related, even if it doesn't look so much like that on the surface. It's not about what we are fearing, but it is about the fear itself. That 
is the core issue, the fear. And you know, many of you will know that it is the fear of the fear that can actually be the toughest thing to be able to get over, but you can do it. I guarantee you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now let's get back to talking about treating the different types of anxiety and if we need to do that separately. One of the great things about the information that you are learning from the reading that you're doing from the, this podcast and other places that you are gathering information and adding it to your own toolbox is that you can never unlearn the reality and the lessons that have reduced your anxiety. It doesn't mean that just reading about it or understanding it makes your anxiety go away, but you can never unlearn those things. You will always have those in your toolbox if you remember to use them. You can't unlearn something. Well, you can't unsee something. Once you have stretched the envelope, it is there. You have incorporated this in some manner into your life. So the tip for you today is to remember to come back and use those tools and to use that information that you have already learned. One of the things that you have to remember about clearing your anxiety and any other new habit that you are forming is that you are building new connections. You are also, at the same time that you are building these new neural connections, you are breaking down the old ones. You're breaking down the old connections. You're breaking down old habits. So these things don't happen overnight. They take practice and it takes time because it takes repetition. And you also have to hear things over and over again to actually not only get it, because I know you guys are brilliant and you 
get it when I say it the first time, but then you're probably wondering why do I say it over and over again, is because we need to have it become our new habit, our new way of thinking, the new default thought instead of the old one. And we also get it on a different level each time. We can go deeper with it. Often when we are hearing something information-wise for the first time, it's just information. It hasn't really gone deep. But then we reread it or we highlight it, we take notes around it, and that can really help us to go into a deeper level with the information and integrate it into our own lives for ourselves. So this is why I talk a lot about using a journal for your journey through the anxiety that you're dealing with, because writing it down is different than hearing it. Saying it, speaking it is different than writing it down or hearing it or reading it. So we want to be covering all our bases as best we can. If you are listening to the show, I often suggest to people, especially people who are not wanting to join the group or do one-on-one coaching for some reason, the best thing to do is to just start writing things down that you have heard me talk about in a journal that you use specifically for your anxiety. Write the things down, reread it, highlight it, make notes about it, what you think about it. This can really help you to get it on a deeper and more integrated level. And finally here, we want to remember that everybody's journey is going to be personal. You will hear me talk about clients on the show sometimes about their older shows that are actual sessions with people or people who have come on to talk about their success and how well they have done. But I want you to remember that was their journey, but you can take some key items out of those and add them into your own toolbox. But Don't be hard on yourself. Your journey is going to be your journey. And I want you to take some pride in that, in that you are putting one foot in front of the other. And finally, we want to remember that lower levels of anxiety are not really all that different from the more intense forms, but they can be harder to catch, which means that they can linger on for quite a while. So when you are trying to prevent the anxiety cycle from starting or continuing, it can be harder to catch the lower, more subtle forms of stress and anxiety. But the best thing is, is that when we teach ourselves how to notice our early signals that we get from either our thoughts or our body or both, the earlier we can catch it, the easier it is for us to tame the amygdala and pet that lizard brain and tell it, listen, everything is okay. We don't need to get ramped up. I am safe. All is well. I hope that this show has been helpful for you and that you will continue on your journey no matter what way your anxiety is manifesting, just keep working on it and you will see those symptoms and sensations that you didn't even think a lot about start to drop off. And now for today's quote. If you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment, live in the breath.
And that's from Amit Ray. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.